Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Savvy Talk, a weekly podcast about communication strategies with Maha Abuluni. And Maha, what are we going to talk about today? So I wanted to talk today about the difference between public relations and advertising. I often get asked that question, when should I use PR, when should I use advertising, or how do I integrate both? The bare bones difference between PR and advertising is PR is what we call earned media, and advertising is paid media. So earned media means you've earned the space in that newspaper. You've earned that airtime on the radio. You've earned that time in the news on the television. Or you've earned that space in somebody's feed, in somebody's post. So you earn it because it's newsworthy, because it's relevant, and because it's a story that somebody wants to tell and share with others across different platforms. Public relations for me is about uh, communication strategy. So that's where the heart and soul of communication stands. What's the strategy? What's the message? How do we want to position this business, this brand, this person, this company? Um, I spent a lot of my career helping governments understand that like companies, they also need to do PR and do outreach. And I think now it's really important because people care about transparency. So even governments have kind of communications and PR strategies, obviously, globally around the world. Public relations is also about building and protecting your reputation, and with what's going on in the internet today, with internet being real time, I can't tell you how important you know reputation management is to this industry and to this type of business. But it's also about creating relationships. So when someone said to me, oh, like you do PR for so-and-so, what do you do? And I'm like, I help them build the right relationships. And it could be one-to-one or it could be one-to-many. So it could be a relationship with a reporter, or it could be a relationship with an influencer or another business or another partner or a brand. One of the things that um, really good PR people do is message management. Like they're really good about managing what to say, how to say it, when's the right time to say it, when to respond, when not to respond. So over the weekend, I know someone that was in a little bit of an internet crisis and a social media problem, and she reacted and she got really defensive and she responded. And I was just like, I stepped in. I'm like, don't say anything. Don't feel the need to respond and defend yourself. Let it calm down, you know, diffuse the emotion, take a step back. That's strategy. Like, when should I respond? What should I say? PR people, that's what they do is they help figure out when is the right moment to interject themselves and be part of the story and when to step back, let the dust settle formulate a strong strategy, develop the right positioning, and then go all in. In advertising, it's pretty clear what advertisers do. Basically, they have a paid placement in any type of media. They know when it's going to be appearing, where it's going to be appearing, how long it's going to be, because they're actually booking a space or they're buying somebody's assets or somebody's inventory to place their story or message. Advertising is used for specific tactics, so like driving sales. It's used for building a brand. It's used for storytelling. Advertising, as opposed to PR, has a high level of um, measurement tools and analytics. So you can see how many people were reached. You can see the sales if they bumped after you dropped an ad. There's a direct correlation between advertising and sales that isn't so direct when it comes to PR. 
PR because PR is about reputation. It's about uh, influencing people. So it's not as easy to measure as advertising. So in advertising, they have something like cost per acquisition. So how much did it cost me to acquire that customer? In public relations, there is no cost per acquisition definition. I mean, you can sort of, it's like you mentioned, it's very indirect, right? So you can sort of, when you do a campaign, you might see... Uh, something come out of it, or let's say you do a profile on the CEO and you see that kind of indirectly results in, say, a bump in traffic or something, but you can't attribute all of it to a direct conversion. So I think one of the other big differences between advertising and PR is there's an inherent creative process involved with advertising. So you have to write a brief, you have to create copy, you have to produce a message. Uh, that format can be a TV, a billboard, a radio, a print advertisement, a flyer, a magazine. There's different formats. Digital, obviously, you can buy an Instagram story or Facebook ad. There's different ways that advertising works in that way that you actually have to produce something that you will place somewhere else. Public relations can be organic. It could be a story that you tell that happens to go out there. So public relations has been significantly disrupted, even in the 20 years I've been doing communications. So in the old days, it used to be, you know, a story came out, it had a mistake about your company, you had the day to write the response, it would appear in tomorrow's newspaper. (laughs) Now it's real time, so you don't get that luxury anymore where you need to respond right away. And if you didn't respond, people are wondering why you didn't respond quickly enough. So you need to be prepared to leverage any opportunity. I'm not talking about a crisis, but there could be some really good things happening. So you want to build relationships with an audience. You want to leverage an opportunity. So with public relations, you got to be way more on your toes than you used to in the the past. The second thing is public relations is dealing a lot with the press. So having those relationships with the media. And it's really important that you know who the editors are. You know what they write about. You understand You know, if the journalist is a conduit for you telling that story, how are you building that news and information for them to help tell that story for you? And it's also the reverse, right? So, I mean, if you build the good relationships and you do it, then then the journalist sometimes will come to you for, say, a comment on something that's happening or whatever. And that gets you, as you said, earned placement due to the relationships. Yeah, public relations also relies a lot on word of mouth. So they say that like 92% of consumers trust earned media or recommendations from friends and family above all else. So like you think about the role influencers have played, if I trust them and if I think they've earned my trust, I will take their references and recommendations and use that in something I do that all the time. It sounds like we really need to talk about influencers, Maha. We are going to talk about influencers. (laughs) We think a lot about like companies you know, if they have a director of marketing or a director of PR or manager, or PR manager, advertising, how do you get everyone to row in the same boat? Like, how do you get the benefits of both PR and advertising? So the first thing you got to do is you got to get the teams to communicate with each other. So this is actually sounds simple, but it's not really that common. The marketing people don't really want to deal with the PR people. So one thing is try to get them to communicate with each other and share what they're doing. So the ideal is to stack. So I always talk about stack and I make this motion with my hands where like you have your PR, your communications, your advertising, your digital, everyone's working together to make sure that they share information so that they can, you know, maximize the resources. The second thing is to share data with each other. 
the marketing people got a treasure trove of data and information about traffic and uh, clicks and where people are coming from their ads and geographic and demographic data. And uh, preferences as well, right? Like, so what, what ads are, why are certain people responding to certain kinds of ads? Any kind of data that the marketing department has, that can help all the other departments in the company to figure out what message is working, what's not, and where could we really try to grow from insights from those data. Third thing is collaboration. And this is something I learned at Google. Like we had cross-functional collaboration was one of your key things that you had to do as an employee at Google. Like it was something that you got judged on in your performance review. Like do you collaborate across functions or not? And how do you build those relationships with the other departments? So it could be things like organizing offsites, having a once a week you have a team meeting or a monthly meeting, you know, to share what do you guys do? What are you guys working on? You're not going to be working with each other on every single project, but you're going to find a common thread or theme that you can do together and build a campaign around it. You probably will have different executions, but you should all be consistent in the same message. The right hand should know what the left hand is doing. How you fundamentally say it should be something that everyone sticks to. Would your advice change even slightly? Like when you're you're looking at certain smaller companies or people that are starting out where everything's not in-house. So you might have an ad agency that's running the the advertising set of operations and you might have a PR agency completely different from them. Like you have three different companies now trying to play on the same page compared to one. Yeah, so that's a really good point. That should be in the training. So when you onboard your agencies, everyone should get the same basic training about what the brand and the company stands for and how you want to be consistent to that. Having quarterly check-ins, having monthly check-ins, really making sure that the plans are being shared and aligned on cross-functional teams so that you don't have that inconsistency in your message and purpose. And it actually ends up being inefficient and expensive. So trying to make sure, because, you know, one of the things, especially at Google, like we wanted to be scrappy, you have to maximize resources, really try to make sure that everyone's singing from the same song sheet, making sure that you can take advantage of every tool in your toolbox. So and I think also this is something you mentioned in our first episode, right? That everybody can do PR or should know how to do PR and should be able to storytell for their brand. And I think that's where this is important, because if you yourself don't have a command on your story or don't understand what your brand messaging is, you'll never get all these teams on the same page. Yeah, so one really good example that I want to share about how you can do advertising and PR can work together in tandem. Last year, as you recall, Saudi um, allowed women to drive for the first time ever. And so a lot of companies and businesses were preparing for this is a big historic announcement in the country's history. But it's also a moment for brands like car companies who really want to, you know, embrace their new customer base. So Kareem is a ride hailing app that was going to have female drivers um, and they were calling them captinas because they call their drivers captains. So the female version was a captina. So the company came out with a communications or a PR campaign to let journalists sit in the car and drive with their female captinas when they were taking their first rides that week. So it was an incredible story how impactful it is to see them and talk to them while they're driving. And one woman was a driver, told the story about how she always thought she wanted to be a therapist and talk to people about their problems. And now people get in her car and she gives them advice about relationships and she listens to their stories and she's using her car to give some free advice on relationships in a private setting. 
On the advertising side, they ran a really kind of heartwarming story about what this change means to the country and how, you know, they ran ads telling people if you want to, you know, download the app or you want to get in a car, now we're open to everybody. And they wanted to tell people that Kareem is proud to be part of this change that's happening in the history of the company. So really focusing on the message of the Captinas and putting them at the center of the story executed through ads and through communications and PR where the press got to actually, you know, film footage of them as well. Awesome. So that's all we have for you on this episode. If you've enjoyed what you're listening to, please to give us a review in whatever podcast app you like to listen to, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And we're also in streaming apps, so you can find us in Spotify, Deezer, and Gami, and as a flash briefing skill on Alexa. You can also follow Digital and Savvy on Instagram. That's at Digital and Savvy. You can find more information by visiting digitalandsavvy.com slash savvy talk. We'll see you next week.